The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, final Players' Lounge. Black History Month. Right? <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Short? How many we had? Two? Shortest month of the year. Uh, one, two. This is three. No, no. Yeah, three. We got a full three. Okay. Right. No, no four. We had uh, February 2nd. That was the Super Bowl week. Then the ninth. Then we had uh, the... 13th, right before oh, yeah. Valentine's okay, Day, okay. 21st, yeah. and uh, 27th. You got any black history knowledge to impart today, Louie? Since you bring that up. Hey, what's going on? There have been two black coordinators here in the Dallas Cowboys history since Jerry's on the team. <laughs> two. Mo Carthon and uh, Brian Stewart. There it is, Black History Month there fact. I asked for one, you gave it. There Came it through with there that. He did. Not through. You said coordinators? Oh, Joe Witt don't count for that preseason game? No. And <laughs> Mo Carthon's son, Ran, is now the general manager of the Tennessee Titans, who the Cowboys beat this year, but he was with the 49ers. Yeah. Time. So, okay. congratulations to Ran. There we go. My man. Shout out to Ram, man. There you, go. there you go. Danny McCray, Heck Harrison, Barry Church. I am Newey Scruggs. Combine starting today. Today, mm. today, today, today. And how about our guy Byron Jones? Uh, on man. Twitter yesterday, man, uh, basically saying, you know, because it talks about the anniversary of his combine and, and the great records he set becoming a Dallas Cowboys first-round pick. And basically, at least the way I took it was mm-hmm. the tweet was, hey, Guys, I took a whole bunch of stuff and I put in my body, wish I hadn't. I got chronic pain here. Mm. Uh, I love being an NFL player, but it wasn't it wasn't something I would have done had I known the long term effects. It sounded like he was saying goodbye to the game. That's what it sounded like to me. And I want to know what he's dealing with. Because he was always, you know, a healthy, young guy, super athletic. And for him to go out there saying, I can't run anymore, I can't jump anymore, um, you know, that, that's that's surprising to me. And it was like, man, what's going on down there in Miami? And for him to say, you know, all that wasn't worth it, because the man made a boat ton of money. I mean, let's, let's put it out. The man Largest just made a contract in, in, uh, for a defensive back in NFL history. He's made a boat ton of money. And for him to say, you know what, all that money isn't worth it, he's got to be dealing with something you know it got to be doing something it's what you said bro it's yeah. what you said last week and what we see people tweet about all the time when you talk about oh when free agency comes up and when they start talking about those contract talks they they always leave out what we ask you to do when yeah. you was hurt yeah. right oh you a warrior right you a warrior you're going out there and you're playing with the injury but then when it comes time to get that check and when, when it's like hey man so what you gonna pay me for me going out there being a warrior and they like nah i don't know man you, you just <laughs> check the tick, numbers you a tick you a tick slower than you was last year you're tick slower than you was the year before that. Yeah. And that, but that's what happens. Guys, in their mind, they believe that the team is going to look out for them if they go out there and risk everything, right? So when Byron Jones is going out there playing hurt, getting those shots that you take to, to numb up a pain or taking a toward all or whatever, he's saying, man, it, it wasn't worth it. At the end of the day, I wish I would have just set out. Because if you look at it, I mean, how many times did we go out there? Because we thought, man, if we don't if we don't suit up this week, we may not even be on the team next week. <laughs> right. So how many times every we go week. every week? <laughs> every we're week. battling with high ankle sprains, broken forearms, all types of stuff, because we don't know if we're going to be there next week. So you take those shots. You take those pills. And 
you don't really understand the time. You're sitting there like, all right, man, I just want to get through this game. I'm thinking about the right now. I just want to get through this game. But you don't think about, you know, the ramifications of what can happen when you take that stuff years down the line. And that's what I believe Byron Jones is talking about right now. I think now. it's fair enough to say that you're not even mature enough to understand it yeah. at that point. You're not even 22, 23 years old. Ain't nobody that most of the people who that, who are that age are not thinking about, oh, man, when I'm settled down with wife and kids mm-hmm. and they five and six, seven years old and I'm taking them to school, I'm 38, and all of a sudden, oh, my back might be hurting. I'm not going to be able to do what, I, what I'm doing now. You're not thinking about that when you're 22. You're like, man, I'm trying to make this money so I can make sure I'm straight yeah. when, I, when I get there. Uh, then you get 35, 36, you're like, oh, man. <sighs> Man, did I, did I, yeah, did I, I'm tight. Why do these hurt? Did, did, I not, did I knock 10 years off my off my life crazy, playing the man. game? That's you crazy. really start to wonder those things, especially you see the news stories about CTE and this and that. Mm-hmm. and that. You're like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Once you get older, you start to kind of understand that. But when you're young, you're like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I just got to go young, out there and play. Young, wild, and free, baby. That's I was it. just trying to get I just got to make a couple plays. I'm going to be all right. That's <laughs> okay. it. That's no, I, I love hearing what you guys have to say uh, about this. It was it was sad to me to hear that from from Byron Jones, especially a guy that, like you said, he's he's made a, a boatload of money in the NFL. And, you know, the tweet saying, you know, look, I can't run or jump. And you you think about that broad jump that he had mm. in the combine, and they pretty much put him on the map. Yeah. Uh, that broad jump did. Um, you know, look, man, I I just look at you guys are talking about your personal experiences and, and having to take those chances uh, because your livelihood is at stake. Mm-hmm. So many guys every Sunday doing the same thing. They're thinking about their next paycheck and they're thinking about taking care of so many people. They ain't just taking care of you know. My, yeah. It's a lot of people depending on that Barry Church check to yeah, come through. Yeah. You know, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, when you see these guys after their careers and they're not able to walk, I mean, I just think about the great Earl Campbell. You know, the great Earl Campbell has to have a golf cart everywhere he goes because hips gone, knees gone, you know. And so many of these guys, they they get the gold jacket, they get all the the fame and all those things that come with it, but they have to have someone help them to the bathroom. They have to have someone help them take baths. I mean, look, all of those things, people, I think, on the outside just only see the money aspect of it. And that's how they look at Power Jones. I would have made the moment. I would have took the shot, too. Mm -hmm. But if that meant – your quality of life, you know, play, you know, being able to be there for your children, mm-hmm. being able to, you know, walk your children down the aisle, you know, uh, um, and, and th- th- all of that is relative. And I, and I, again, I just don't take when I saw that tweet, uh, knew it, it just broke my heart because you know what kind of young man Byron Jones is and what kind of family he comes from. You know, he's a proud guy. This is this is why you get the respect from a guy like Mike Tomlin when he goes on Ryan Clark's podcast and he says, my number one job is to make sure that I take care of you as mm-hmm. a player and a, as a young man. Yeah. And, and he's speaking about when he right. held Ryan Clark out when they went up there to play in Denver knowing that he had the, the sickle, uh, cell. sickle cell. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think you need more coaches, more GMs, more owners that are like that so players don't feel that pressure to go out there and risk that type of stuff when they plan, right? And I know it's hard for you to give somebody that type of comfort to say, hey, man, no matter what happens, you're going to be all right. Yeah. But players, some, in some, to some extent, need to feel that way versus how Byron Jones feels about how, how he feels about it. Because believe it or not, this is going to have a big effect on parents when they say, hey, man, should I let my son play? Mm. One thing about Mike Tomlin, he works for an organization that will not fire him. Yeah. And if you're a co- if you're coaching out there, you know there's going to be some folks who think about themselves in, in that aspect. Uh, here's Byron's tweet, just so we make sure we just, his what he, he said exactly his words. Much has changed in eight years. Today, I can't run or jump because of my injury sustained playing this game. Do not take the pills they give you. Do not. 
take the injections they give you. If you absolutely must, consult an outside doctor to learn the long-term implications. Then in his second tweet, he says, It was an honor and a privilege to play in the NFL, but it came at a regrettable cost I did not foresee. In my opinion, no amount of professional success or financial gain is worth avoidable chronic pain and disabilities. Godspeed to the class of 2023. And that tweet spun from an NFL cartoon that said um, Byron Jones jumped the equivalent of uh, two 25-inch um, Mini Coopers in uh, 12 feet 12 inches. It says the two Mini Coopers are 11 feet 6 inches, and they called him uh, Mr. Broad Jump. And his tweet got over 400 comments, and the second one got over 364 comments. And, of course, as you can imagine, some of them were of the ignorant taste yeah. of people saying, I, I, I work a job and uh, I get, I, my, my back hurts. Or, you know, people who compare themselves to players, which I always laugh at because you're not a player. You don't mm -hmm. know how it feels. It's tough, man. It's tough because don't, you don't see it. When you're coming in the league, all you see is the, the glitz and glamour. Man, if I'd go here first round, I get this pipe of money, I get that. They don't really tell you about the you know the side effects or the, or the downside of playing in the NFL. I mean, I think, what's the stat? If you play something, you're knocking off. Uh, knocking off years, yeah, years, I mean, could be, you're like in a car collision every time you go into a big-time hit. I mean, you're hitting 300-pounders as a safety or a corner. And it's just it's going to wear on your body, but they don't tell you those type of things. And like you said earlier, as a young man, you don't really think about those things. You're thinking, man, look, I'm invincible. I'm in the prime of my life. I'm healthy. I can do anything. And you go out there and you're running into those cats each and every day. I ain't gonna lie to you. It I on you. I was 22. I was like, okay, when I was 65, right? 65? <laughs> That's a good Yeah, I'll take 65. I'll take 65. I'm supposed to be 72, 65 by the time I play. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Hey, you look you, like, it. But you don't understand it, nah. though, right? You ain't got no kids and grandkids. You ain't looking at that type of stuff. Heck, what do you see from, from your from your uncle Joe Green? I mean, all those, you know, he, he played with so many great players, and they would always come and, and visit him. And, and recently, we, you know, we saw Franco Harris pass away, and he's, he's lost so many of his teammates on the D-line. And yeah. when you spoke about you know seeing Earl Campbell, I remember being at that first charity function he had uh, for the scholarship, and and it'd been a while since I saw Earl. It was just yeah. it, it hurt. Um, when you see Tony Dorsett and you talk with Tony, I mean, for me, you know, because you got Danny, you, you guys were younger, but those were guys we grew we grew up watching these guys. Yeah. These this was what turned us into NFL fans. Yeah, double hip replacement, double knee replacements. You know, uh, just not being able to get around good at all. You know, it's just he pay, he paid a tremendous price uh, to play the game of football, and so many guys do. And you look at today, like, and I know we we're talking about this because of the combine and, and obviously the the statement that Byron Jones made. And and look. You guys played this game and had to deal with all of those injuries, take those shots, go through all of that pain to, to be able to just put a helmet on and go out there and earn a paycheck. A lot of guys don't have to go through that. And even when you look at the guys that have all of the fame and all of the Hall of Fame and all of that, there's still a price that has to be paid. It doesn't matter what level that you played at, right? And that's why I think there's so much respect amongst players. that I And I love the camaraderie and the fraternity of the players because they show each other that love based off of that 
that sacrifice because you know what it took to play the game each and every week. And so, look, man, I, I ain't going to sit here and lie to you, man. My life is so much better because my uncle played in the league. Mm-hmm. You okay? You know, and when I look at those drafts and I see those guys being drafted, I understand that depending on where they came from, man, that's a mother that's making it out. That's a father that's making it out from a situation. And you have the Tom Rinaldi music in the bag. And, you know, you go, somebody's going to make you cry because it's, some of these stories are really hard to listen to, but guys are overcoming a lot uh, to end up playing in the league. You don't ever want it to end where a guy is saying, I can't run a jump today. Uh, and so when you see a guy like, uh, uh, was it Megatron, when he stepped away from the game, he's like, look, my health. You know, there are other guys that have stepped away from the game and says, look, man, my health. Someone on the outside can't understand how do you turn down $20 million. Yeah. I know I don't. You know, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. But when it comes down to that and guys recognize it, look, I got enough money, I can retire, I'm good. You know, you gotta respect that. And I think when I see Byron Jones have his perspective and say what he just said, it's just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because I understand what this game has done for me and so many of my cousins that got went to nursing school, got real estate licenses mm-hmm. and own businesses because they got that that interest-free loan from Uncle Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's a lot to it, man. So it's a, two, it's a double-edged sword, man. But, you know, it, it really is heartbreaking to hear what you just read. And man. I will say this, man. Hopefully, you know, with, with the younger guy like Byron coming out, talking about his health issues and all that other stuff, it'll get when the next CBA comes around. Hopefully these younger guys well, instead of voting to, to be able to, you know, do stuff outside of the football facility, yeah, don't vote for health insurance and making sure these guys get lifetime health insurance. Like, yeah. that's something – and I get it. These guys are young. They're not thinking about that right now. They're, they're not thinking about that right now. But, 22. Insurance. Just think about it, man. Yeah. Hopefully with younger guys coming up saying that type of stuff, you know, it'll get through to these young cats. But how much did health, How much health did health play in your your two retirements? Uh, for me, it was, it was probably about 70%. Uh, I mean, after Achilles, forearm, back surgery, I mean, it's shoulder surgery, my whole right side is just, you know, surgeryed up. So I was getting out of the bed, man, ankles swollen, toes hurting. And then I got to the point where I was like, man, is it, is it, I started thinking to myself while I was in Jacksonville, sitting on the bed at five o'clock in the morning, like, man, do I really want to go in here and hear what these coaches got to say? Do I really want to go out there and practice? I go there and it, it just I just didn't have that love for the game no more. And I, you know, I, I started thinking to myself, man, it just just isn't this isn't for me right now. And I, I slowed down. You know, I wasn't as athletic athletic as I was when I first came in, but a lot of that had to do with health, man. It was yeah, real. Same for mine. I, I'm gonna go probably 85, 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing special teams, high ankle sprains. When them hamstrings started to hit me, that's that's when it was that's when you start getting slower for real. And then mm-hmm. you, it's hard for you to get over tendonitis and getting your knee drained and having uh hip pointers and all that stuff and all of a sudden you're like man I didn't even realize I was slower than I was mm-hmm. and then you start to watch and you're like okay alright uh, you can work out as much as you want to <laughs> you can eat as good as you want to and you cannot negate some of those injuries and some of those effects that you have when you play the game so all those yeah. injuries sure didn't stop your appetite dog cause you definitely <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we shared a steak. Yeah, we share a steak. What do you mean? That's what do you mean? You, boy, I tell hey, man, you. Hey, man, if you listen, if you listen to the show, if you listen to the show, let's take a break. Let's no, take no, a break. No, no, gotta take a break, man. Take a break. Do it. Get a take. Let's get break. We coming right back into it. Coming back. Danny has something he wants to say. Say it with your chest. Oh, he gonna say it with his chest, his stomach, his taste buds, everything. 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 Players are brought to you by Tostitos, ironically, right here on the Cowboys.com. 
It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. The most action-packed motorsport experience in the world returns to Arlington this Saturday. Head to AT&T Stadium on March 4th for Monster Jam. Tickets are on sale now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. I love Monster Jam. Monster Jam. Mm, Monster mm, Jam. mm. All right. uh, Follow the show on Twitter. (laughs) Should have never gave you money. (laughs) At uh, Players underscore Lounge. Follow us there on Twitter. So hey, Tell a friend. Um, yeah, man. Heckma Harrison, Danny yeah. McCray. I mean, Danny, 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 Danny McCray, very true. You all know that. So, so um, I'm trying to gently get into this with tenderness. Nah. So Tender, ten, I, tenderness. Get into it. Like medium them, well. Tenderness. Like medium rare. <laughs> Bone know, in. Because. It's a win-win. What, what restaurant are we about to talk about on the? Because uh, I, I just want to, I just want to say up front, I'm I'm not participating in where his his Thank feelings you, are. I appreciate okay? that, man. You you're class act. Man. I'm looking right here at the knife lunch menu. Because what uh, restaurant are we about to talk about? Because uh, win-win, bro. Win-win. You're class act. You're class act. Whole family winning. Friends winning. Hey, he class act. Winning. Class act. You ain't, bro. What you mad about? I'm not. Hey, man. Why you hostile? Hey, I'm just telling you. If I make a bet and I lose, I'm expecting to have to pay. That's the pressure of the bet. It is. That's why why I would be uh, stressed out during the whole season. The people may not understand what you're talking about. And really, and I would really have to think about when that goes out, if I want to take my bet back when the chance is offered. Twice. But yeah. But now it makes sense because you know, I don't matter. Anyway, anyway. (laughs) anyway, let the people know about the bet. Can the people know about the bet? What was the bet? Yeah, Danny, go ahead. All right. So, since you're so hot. At the beginning of the the year, 
we decided to make a bet. Would the Cowboys win the NFC East mm-hmm. or would the Philadelphia Eagles win the NFC East? Yes. Barry Church, Newey Scruggs, Danny McRae said that the Cowboys will not win the NFC East. Mm-hmm. They will yeah. not. We took the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took a guess. Heckma said he's taking the Cowboys. That's right. When Dak Prescott got hurt, we gave him a shot to say, mm-hmm. man, are you sure That's you true. still want to make this bet? Do you? Because we'll let you We'll let you get it back. We understand the quarterback went down. He said, no, nah, I'm sticking with my squad, <laughs> and if I lose, I got to take y'all to eat. So now, 20 semantics. Off the plane? Yeah, yeah, 20 yeah, off the plane. He said that Philadelphia yeah. was going to be up by 20 the before the Cowboys got off the plane to go to the link. Yeah, and true. now it all makes sense because we <laughs> went to eat at the knife, and Heckman was going to pay his bet. And we sitting up here eating steaks, mm. avocado fries, mm. beef carpaccio. Mm. Um, What's you call that? Carpaccio. Bacon tasting. Bacon tasting. Bacon tasting. Some I, had, I had three, four glasses of wine. I had so much wine, I had, I had to stop because I didn't want to run the tab up. Mm. I'm like, you know what? Just, nah, bro, just wait. I'm waiting till my food They opened out. a whole nother bottle you know for you, bro. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, I'm waiting to see the check so I can take a picture of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I can post it on Twitter, let everybody know. Bet. Hey, this oh, bet. I didn't know. I, I was gone. I got this man gone. don't even get my, a check. I got my little cabbage. They don't even bring a check. As a matter of fact, <laughs> heck had to ask to tip. <laughs> the owner was going to tip for him. He said, hey, man, I want to I make sure I tip the guy. I said, hold on. We done? We done? <laughs> the man ain't paid for nothing. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> So now we on the show talking about the knife, talking about the restaurant. There are people thinking about the good steak we had in the carpaccio. Mm-hmm. Heck, didn't have to pay no money. Only people that got food is us. Okay? So, so Twitter, can you please let – hey, heck, hey, when you make a bet, you got to pay that thing. Like, actually pay it. It's the only thing I'm going to say. What you going to say, bro? I'd have liked another one of the bacon tastings. Yeah, you should have got another one. We ain't going. We ain't want to run the tab. I want to push, but I would have liked another yeah. bacon tasting there. That was and, that and, good, wasn't it? And we could have had fine. another short on the fine. short reel. We needed. To, yeah. We probably should have had our own short reel so we could take it home. Yeah, yeah. we were trying to do him a favor. But, trying but, to help him out. <laughs> but, but the next bet, the, the next bet to get paid, they all go ahead. Whoever loses got the paper. What you get? won't be one. But I did appreciate. Thank you, man. I sure appreciate you, man. Knife and. I'm saying I'm looking at the lunch menu. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get here, get done. I mean, <laughs> get over there. They got, the B, they got this BLT with that bacon. Win win. You see man. what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, over, <laughs> man over there talking to the Wu Tang over there. We over there. Where the tab at? What the oh, man? I just had some Shirley Temples. Guys man. like, man, they, man. I know y'all was gonna. Man, do I was eating came to the dice game with with, with, uh, with counterfeit cash. Well, it's it's monopoly money. Yeah, monopoly money. Hey. I'd order, order root beers had I known. Listen, <laughs> it ain't what you know. Nah, it's man. who you know. I'm, I'm, and I took care and I took care of my guys. All right. I went to a place where I they're going to take care of my guys. They're going to give you all. Look, the owner comes over, talk to you. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. You, you, When you go places, people don't walk over. Oh, my God, Dan McCray, how you doing? Let me sit over here and, and eat with you. Break bread with you. Come on, man. I only go places where I know people. Now, Is that right? Now, heck, man. And I, I, I wouldn't be taking you there if I owed you a bet. Yeah. Listen, uh, did you or did you not order? What was that, the carpaccio? Was that? How do you pronounce it? I offered to pay for the carpaccio. How do you offer to pay for something? You go off of the paper so when the bill came for the you was going to pay come out. yes bro that's why I'm out. waiting for the check with no check no check bro I know I asked you for the check did no you not check hear came. listen to the keys that the owner said by the way that told you that a good portion of this was going to be but that's okay but I'm just saying I could, I could hear the keys what were the oh. keys don't worry about I, you know, I got you know I got I got you guys taken care of so I could tell but it was like okay 
Hex going he he going it's going I knew I'm okay know, with a discount Nui. Right. I said I knew it was at least going to be a break. Yeah, I'm okay but, with that. But but at the same time <laughs> Man, I'm nothing. cool but nothing. but Hackman you're now understanding and seeing. <laughs> you he's giving you the quarterback standard. Yeah. That's what you're getting here. Yeah. And they did a story on it. I want to say it was NFL Network, ESPN. We're talking about when, when quarterbacks give stuff to the players for Christmas, their O-line, when they take care of them. Peyton Manning talked about it. Dak Prescott spoke about it. That you, we, a part of you giving the gift is the understanding. It has to come out of your pocket. It means more. You it did. You can't call your sponsor. You can't, you know, Dak can't call, the, can't call Nike, hey, I need Jordans. But guess you know? who you just said? You said Dak. And you said Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Who picked the knife? Huh. But I'm just telling you, he's he's, he's putting. So if it's on Heckman, if it's on the Harrison family, we'd have been at McDonald's. <laughs> I'm you just know, saying, we'd have been just, at Burger King. You were going to take – hey, you over there mad because, you know, we had a good time at a five-star <laughs> restaurant. I don't know too many people get 38 about having – what did you talk? Where were we going Because it, it ain't man. about where we was eating at. It was about you paying for them. It's the bet. I paid for it. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, I paid for it. It's all good. <laughs> did you Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, but so so if we would have lost did, the bet and we would have went to the night. But you didn't – but you – what was y'all bet? <laughs> What was y'all part? Y'all didn't have a bet where it said y'all was going to take me anywhere. Yeah, I was, the, bro, one we that, take I was the one that said, look, the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East, and this is where we're going out to eat. Yeah, and the bet was if you win, then we would take you out to eat. Man, you saw. Don't be It's all right, like though. That, uh, thank you. Wow. Thank you to the night, man. Hope y'all go to the night. It's get that Aka Ushi. But just know when y'all go, <laughs> when y'all go, it ain't going to be See, free. That's what you thought you had me. That's what you thought you had me. That's that Aka Ushi. <laughs> 45 day age. Aka Ushi. For the free. Hey, I know now. Billy Ho and uh, Sydney over here. You got us on White Man Can't Jump. Over hustle the hell out of them. You ain't got us. I'll take that hustle when we're done. You want that hustle? I want that. Bacon. Yeah. Oh, that I ain't making that bacon. As soon as you lose, you you coming out of pocket. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. Mm. You know, it's, it's only good because you won. Well, they yeah, got, man. They got this, no, I'm telling you right now. I look right here. They got this. Big, <laughs> they got this and the lunch special right here. Yeah, be so. wanting to go to lunch, like a mother. Right so it's, it's, it's you know. You you gonna be you be texting George? George, eh? George. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, nah, I won't do that. I'm gonna hit George up. Yeah. I'm gonna go with church then. I'll ride in with church. <laughs> but yeah, man, they got that. They got this BLT I'm looking at because that bacon they had was off the chain. Then they got what they called the Magic Burger. Um, yeah. And it's got bacon on there too. On the English I know what muffins. you're doing, bro. I know exactly what you're doing what right I, now. What am I doing? What was the chicken place? He's coming here and bring the chicken well, in? Yeah, the Tennessee uh, or the, uh, <laughs> the Nashville <laughs> hot sandwich. <laughs> We're going to have a night, night. <laughs> <laughs> Special <laughs> guest George going to be on this bug in a second. <laughs> Boy, that boy knew he's something else, man. I see you, bro. I see, man. You like, grand. oh, heck, got the plug? No, oh. heck, put it 30 years for that. 100 so, grand. Like, I'm going to do what you did in 30 years grand, in 10 man. minutes. Got a knife, knife t-shirt, knife hat. <laughs> Merry Christmas. What the night? Shout out to y'all, man. Okay, heck, so, yo, heck so heck with your bet is paid. Thank you, bro. So good for you. That's good, paid, good deal, man. You're better than me. I'm still on the hook, you know, for Danny, but Danny won't come out, you know, that way to get that. Get that uh, I won't be out there one day. Don't worry. You're okay. gonna be gonna be just a, hey. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and, you know, actually, you know, I'm, I'm taking something home too. The, the, next, the next time, because at this point, after what heck did, I may well run it up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, you bring the wife and kids. The ramifications of heck going to everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the I'm lay- overcharging for what they did to the co <laughs> You can get that Lel Collins special corner. Nah, ain't nothing special. I don't want nothing special. Next time you got one of those camps in Arlington. Yeah, I'm going to stop the Yeah. I should have told him, man. Look, pretend like you bring it why did I think? Why did I think about that? You I should have. No, you fine. My bad. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Don't worry. Like, I ain't gonna forget this. Oh, you New York City. Hey, Danny. <laughs> next time you can plus one CB. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. shit. We would have known this free. I would have plus one everybody. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> New York City. One, yeah. New York City too. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you fellas getting me here. Yeah. I was in a group text. Cappuccino on the way out. They'd have been disappointed, bro. Count of the frost. <laughs> Lost the crowd. <laughs> your coffee good, Church? Like it was that. excellent. Yeah, the, the French, French press. Uh, I didn't about the French press yeah, t- for your boy. I would at least got a call. I'm, I'm, I'm just in my mind. I'm thinking about. I'm trying to take care of Hank. Make sure we don't. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, I know. Mm-hmm. What you want? Mm-hmm. The Capaccio. So what is that? I can't believe. Man. I can't believe I offered to pay for it. That's wow. <laughs> I didn't hear that. When we come back, um, <laughs> should the Cowboys really think? about diving into free agency. You didn't do something this time around. Yes. Especially when you saw what the Eagles did, when you've seen what the Rams have done, and the Cowboys have just been, you know, decided, no, we're not going to Neiman Marcus. We're not going to Macy's. We're going to five and below. Last three Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We'll bring in James Tampa, Washington. Uh, the Rams mm-hmm. and uh, Philly. Mm-hmm. Free agency. Okay, let's dive into that next on the place. That's Barry Church. Thank you, sir. Heckman Harrison. And hopefully a happy Danny McCray when we come back. <laughs> yeah. we knew he it didn't even taste the same after, after, after I found, found out he was free. Oh, they want this cup Needed some flavor after that. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks 
free shipping. But Smoothie King's original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. Registration is now open for the 2023 Dallas Cowboy Youth Football and Cheer Camp presented by Invisalign. Use promo code SPRINGBREAK23 for $25 off camps on March 14th or 15th. And take advantage of the early bird pricing when you sign up for a summer camp for, sign up for summer camp by May 12th. Visit DallasCowboys.com/camps. Yeah, man, get you a little discount, man. You know what I'm saying? Discount, unlike what Heck got for us. But just get you a discount. You know what I'm saying? Sign them up for camps. I will be there. TC's yeah, getting man. them ready to go, man. So, <laughs> yeah. so hopefully, hopefully one day they win in bets. And they don't get tricked like I did. Swindle. I know. Yeah. I, I'm leaving out of here with something. <laughs> I'm from around the way. Man, like you said, he got to meet Wu-Tang. All that. All that over there. What up, Fellowship? I got everything. I would have took something to the crib for sure. Oh, should have showed up, man. We didn't know. We ain't know, man. We ain't know. We wouldn't have ordered. We wouldn't have been sharing sticks. Nah, man. Man, I would have got the big, was it the big uh, short rib? Big grill. You couldn't have eaten. Never mind. Who's going to eat what? Let me, hey. I would have ate all that short I know now. (laughs) I know now. I know now. I will hold it back. I know now. Had the creme brulee. No, I no, had about no. three of them. Yo, right there, man. I know now. He didn't have Bernays and and some pepper. Yeah, yeah. I want to taste all the sauces. Hey. Which one the best? I'm familiar with your game now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, NFL free agency. Uh, Combine starting this week. NFL free agency. Um, The Cowboys don't exactly dip into that thing Mm. very much. And we've Mm. spoken about the need to fix the defensive line, defensive tackle spot, especially. I'm looking at Javon Hargraves of the Eagles, who is a – he is is Can we talk about that? Free free agency started? Um, free agency, no, it is not started yet, but it's coming oh, up. CB, uh, he, he get in here. Yeah, CB, are we allowed to? We still restricted on this one yet. Uh, you are restricted for mentioning anybody's name. Okay, okay, so. <laughs> like the two years. <laughs> <laughs> so, free agency, we, okay, excuse me for dipping in the I think combine happened. It's going to be an editing job. <laughs> Editing. Yeah. Talk to Nobody. We ain't bring none of these names. Of, those two dudes. Those two dudes. I would touch them. Yeah. Uh, but you uh, can bring up names that have been released. Uh, nobody cares about Derek Carr. Nobody cares about Derek Carr. Um, bottom line is this: Do you try and keep on saying we'll wait to the NFL draft and fill these needs, or do you go right here and start addressing some things like? Defensive tackle, like possibly one of your corner spots or your tackles, the offensive tackle spot. Do you do this in free agency? 
Yeah, I say go ahead. I mean, what has, you know, developing, which they've done a great job. I'll give Will and them, they've done a great job developing prospects and getting those guys to play to the utmost of their potential. But what has that really gotten you, you know, these past couple of seasons? You know, it's gotten you a playoff appearance here and there. You might have won a playoff game, but you really haven't gone in long stretches throughout the playoffs. So I understand as a as a brand, the Dallas Cowboys has been successful. I mean, they're the most, you know, valuable franchise in all of sports. But when you talk about success on the field, this method of developing guys, through the draft and getting guys on a low bargain deals out here, it hasn't really gotten to fruition. You haven't really done anything when it matters most. So why not take a chance? I'm not saying you got to do the Rams thing and trade away all your draft picks and get you a Ramsey, Aaron Donald. You don't got to do all that. But to get, you know, above the bargain price, basement price, whatever they're going uh, these past couple of years, they've got to take some type of splash. And I think they got the team right now to do so. You need a couple pieces. Not like you got to spend a boatload, but you need a couple pieces. Why not go out there and take a plunge? Now you feel like that because you're close, right? Yeah. You feel like that because you're close. You feel like you have the inner workings of a team that if you you add a key piece, like you you always talked about Odell, and if he's halfway healthy, bring him in. Guys like that, that you think can help you Oh, get over the hump. There's been there's been a drought. They're going to talk about it every year until the Cowboys get to the NFC Championship or at least come close to winning the Super Bowl. And I think people are frustrated with, okay, all right, let's go into the draft. We know how the draft is around here. We, mm-hmm. we love the draft. We want to go through and get these guys, and we're, we're going to bring them in and hope that they're ready. And then when it doesn't materialize in the middle of the season, you're like, we should have got so and so, you know. Or you see another team make a move, like we saw the the Eagles make the move to bring in and Sue and Joseph and, and guys like that. And those pieces were very important for them, especially when Fletcher Cox went down and they had Davis went down. You saw how those free agent acquisitions led to success for them. The Cowboys have made those moves. I think you felt good about when they brought in Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Then you didn't feel good about the way they let go of Amari Cooper and who they had left. So it's just been the juggling act of the front office not willing to go out to free agency and spend big dollars. And have you had that free agent that you could say, if we have that guy on our team, he's going to be the difference maker to get us to a Super Bowl? Yeah, man. I, look, I, I find it just a little confusing because the NFL, they always say, is a copycat league. And then you see teams come up with the recipe for success, and you've seen it over the last couple of years of, I mean, this is what you have to do if you want to be a contender for a Super Bowl championship. We watched Tampa go in there and hit free agency and get all the pieces that they needed. Some of them on deals because Antonio Brown got there. Nobody wanted him. He was with Tom Brady. They mm-hmm. figured out they didn't break the bank to get Antonio Brown over there. They got Tom Brady there. They got some other free agent pieces. Super Bowl. Even the next year, they want interception away from going right back to the Super Bowl. Who beats them? The Rams, <laughs> the team that goes all in on free agency. And they say, hey, man, if we want to win the Super Bowl now, because it's not guaranteed that in the next 27 years that you'll win the Super Bowl. So now is the time to make sure that if you have the core that you believe can get you to the Super Bowl, then you go make those moves. Right. And we still ain't done it. And the free agents are out there because everybody else is finding them. So I think – if you really want to win a championship, that this is the time. So you need to really look at the landscape of who's available, who can help you, and make a big move, man. Yeah, might as well. I love what you said about Copycat League because that's really how it's been for years and years, emulating success. Who's been that success? The Patriots. Mm-hmm. Right? And the Patriots have made any splashes in free agency. Uh, they have always r- drafted. Belichick guys, do you fit Belichick's offense? Do you fit Belichick's defense? Well, look at the contrast between the teams that you just outlined. 
these are not teams that have a, 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 I guess, a type or a structure from the head coaches that they've brought in. I mean, it's kind of offense versus defense. Right now, when I look at when I look at the Dallas Cowboys, I'm honestly, when I even in this draft, I've been saying like, who are we gonna get at this pick? I'm saying to myself. Who does Dan Quinn want? <laughs> Who does Dan Quinn want? Because we want a guy that fits Dan Quinn's system. I'll push back on your own free agency. The Patriots do get involved in free agency, and they have. They just are not first or second day type people. Um, Rodney Harrison was a free agent. Danny Amendola was a free agent. What about uh, Randy? How'd they get Randy? Randy was in a trade. Make a move. Right. right. They, but they, they are into the business of, at that time, making moves. But that's not. Right. Okay, I, I get so, what you're saying. So, so yeah. that's kind of been that whole thing with Scott Pioli and their philosophy, especially that Mike Vrabel when he came over the Steelers. So, you know, they got involved in the free agency. Their whole thing was, how are we going to do it? They feel like, hey, man, that first or second day when the dudes are making the big, large change, we're not there. So so basically, hey, when, when they shop at Neiman's and Marcus, we're not there. We hear Belk with the coupon, and we look at you right here. <laughs> Stop, and saying, man. Hey, Hey, man, we like you right here at this price. Yeah, right. No. Hey, hey, by the way, I got my belt coupon. I was about to say, I thought you were going to say Target. But. No, no. no. <laughs> Don't diss Target. I know some people that no, would be up in arms. No, we're not dissing Target. I'm saying church is very hot on Target. Target. Good spot. Right on. Spot. Southern spot. My last spot. Group belt, JCPenney, group on them. Still, still shopping belt. But I'm just saying, that's so the Patriots got in. They just don't get in high. I think that, we're – I guess I'm asking, you know, for, for – we're talking about a high-profile, bringing in somebody high-profile, not a guy that's a free agent right. that could come in and just – we're going to – we signed so-and-so because he was out of a contract with another team. We're, I think we're talking about making a splash. Like one of the top corners yeah. in the National Football League yeah, that happens like, to be on the West Coast. <laughs> what number is Deion it? Sanders what, number? what number does he Deion, wear? Deion Sanders isn't coming back. Ain't nobody trying to hear nobody with Deion. Did he go to Florida State? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dion with the Florida State. I got nothing to do with this. I'm not even here. This is my prime. Not even here. I'm not here. Oh, I'm not man. here. Hopefully, 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 there, there, are, there are some moves that are, there are in the plans to be made. Uh, that show that the Cowboys are really trying to make a move and do whatever they need to uh, to, to not, get that championship. I'm not saying go outside three, four people, but there can be one or two pieces that you look here and say, you know what, this is gonna not only going to fill a need, this allows us come draft day to make the moves we need to. What position is that, though? <laughs> if you could pick a position, what position would that be? I keep talking about the defensive tackle spot because I still believe you need to stop the run. And when I look in this division, I see three football teams that want to run the ball. And when I think about how how have you been able to beat the Cowboys um, recently, and especially in the playoffs, it's been running football. So to me, what's the number one key? And I also go back just being a historian of the team. All five Super Bowl teams had fantastic defenses, and the D-line was super strong. Hall of Famers, pro bowlers. I mean, this, they, you, you were not beating the Cowboys up front. Those, those teams, those doomsday teams that Jimmy had put together, they were up front, and they could stop the run. You, you weren't going off on these dudes. I still believe in today's passing NFL, this still matters because you look at some of the quarterbacks in this game, for instance, for Tom Brady. Dude didn't like that rush up the middle. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford doesn't like that rush up the middle. So, to me, that's where, heck, if you ask me what am I going to do, I still feel like you need to, to fix your D-line. Could, could our defense have won us a championship this season? No. You don't think so? No. I disagree. 
Yeah. No, no, no. We, I disagree. We just saw it, right? It was, I mean, I mean, how, how many points got put up in, in the uh, Super Bowl? Right. It wasn't like they were just playing all-out de- de- defensive football. You, did we have the players to make those big-time plays in those moments when – when you're not stopping the run or when you when you just need that one big stop, I think we had those playmakers on our squad. I think we got Michael Parsons, we got D-Law, we got uh, Trayvon Diggs. When it comes down to it, you got to be able to score some points. <laughs> you need the weapons to say, hey, man, when everything is falling apart, where are we going? And I think both of those teams in that game had those pieces. Well, of course, Jalen Hurts was the one because he can do it with his arms and his legs, but then you got Travis Kelsey and you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes in the game mm-hmm. when, when the defense is falling apart. So, I think you just got to have that that type of offense to where you can lean on something. <laughs> it's something you can lean on when all when all else is falling. Okay. I hear what you're saying, but I'll also, and this is one of my things, I look at Andy Reid and how he revamped his offense. I mean, this man lost Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You know, and he figured out how to scheme up some stuff and, and, and get folks rolling here. I am going to believe that Mike McCarthy, now I'm not just going to give him the James Washington. I'm going to go ahead and give some real talent. Okay. And I'm going to give James Washington, but we like our guys. But I'm going to give him some talent. But in free agency, I'm trying to find, I need a rock up here. That's what I'm trying to find. Um, when we talk about Odell Beckham, who's currently a free agent, who they spoke to before, okay, you, you're talking about, to me, that's the right thing. Okay. Let's look for someone like that, which I believe they can, they can do both, Danny. In my oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do both. So I'm not opposed to what you're saying. I'm the same dude. You got to, you, you, people, man, you see, when they run successful on the count, it's ugly. I just don't want you to get away from the O-line because I've been talking about this for many years. No, and, and, I, and I think going back to what you're saying about Andy Reid, Andy Reid has the best – he got the best hand in the casino. He has Patrick Mahomes. I mean, and, and so, Travis Kelsey. And whoever else you want to – but it starts with Patrick Mahomes. And so you take that into consideration, and that's a hell of a foundation to build around. I do believe our defense was was good enough uh, to – I just think our offense failed. You know, I think our running game failed. Once Tony Pollard went down, all of those things that we saw – happened, uh, our big playability was was stymied. And the interceptions played a big say, part. Our running game, and we didn't take care of the ball. And we didn't take mm-hmm. care So all of those things was a recipe for us not being able to actually get to the championship. Uh, and, and you see Kansas City, even with their offense, I don't think you look at their defense and say that was the most dominating defense you ever see. They had one guy. They had Jones in the, they had Jones in the middle. That, that was it. Can, can I get that guy? I'd love that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. no, for sure. You get, Everybody wants okay, dog. In your household, you see what one have, guy can do. But we what have our one player? guy. Do one we, superstar the guy. Bazooka. Do we not have our one guy? We do. <laughs> we, oh, got we, the, do. we got a guy. I said oh, D-line. I said D-line. That's what hey, man, hey, Michael Parsons played the dang D-line, bro. I'm talking about D-tack. I'm like, yeah, man. Say it, man. You're not about to hit me. We gone. We gone. We got it, yeah. Pray, thank you. Patrick Harris, we appreciate the food, my brother. Thank you, all good, man. Mary Church, he appreciated the food. Well, I knew Play us out. Thank you for the food, Hick. We're out. Godly. Thank you for the food. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go,